was the most unlikely negotiator. He was born in Germany. He fled with his family in 1938 from Hitler's regime. He was Jewish. And yet, surprisingly, Henry Kissinger, with his thick English-German accent, helped bring peace in 1973. Kissinger was the U.S. Secretary of State under Republican Richard Nixon when the surprised Yom Kippur War broke out in 1973. Egypt and Syria coordinating an unexpected attack on Israel from the west and from the north. It was the Jewish Kissinger shuttling back and forth who finally helped bring the war to an end. Most unlikely, yet it happened. Now today, the current U.S. Secretary of State doing the same with war between Israel and Hamas. U.S. President Joe Biden flew in to try and negotiate even after that bombing of a hospital founded by Christians in Gaza. May the Lord use one or more humans to bring peace to the Holy Land. Ultimate peace, though, only in Jesus. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And here on this Thursday, we're continuing in a series called Israel, Help and Hope. People are still hurting in the Middle East today. People still need hope. In the wake of more pain and suffering, our hearts cry out to the Lord for peace. If you've been watching the news, then you know the horrors that have unfolded the past couple of weeks, horrors that are ongoing. I won't recount them here. We have done that in prior days. It's enough to know that so many people are grieving and suffering in Israel as well as Gaza right now. So many who need hope in the middle of darkness. In a moment, we're going to turn to Psalm 61, a very short psalm, but a psalm full of hope for you and for me. And speaking of psalms, I want to share something I found quite interesting and helpful. Yesterday, we held a live Holy Land briefing on Zoom with a couple of the leaders from Jews for Jesus. And I asked the Israeli director, Eli Birnbaum, to explain why they hand out New Testaments with the Psalms to seekers in Israel. The reality is you cannot get a New Testament in Israel in a regular bookshop. You cannot buy it. You cannot find it any other way. And so what we're doing is we're providing that service for anyone who wants to read the New Testament. And, you know, different people are at their different place uh, in their spiritual journey, but everyone is so thankful to receive and get uh, the 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 New Testament in their language. Um, And many people begin reading it just uh, last two weeks ago, one of our, uh, one of the guys who ordered a New Testament, he had not read it. Just before the war started, he began reading it during Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, the day of fasting. And so he read it through the day of atonement and he came to the conclusion, Jesus must be the Messiah. Mm. And so Mm. that's the kind of seeds that we're able to sow and to give to people um, you never know when they're going to pick it up and start reading it. But right. more often than not, when people do begin picking up and reading it, um, this is why we, we still are so much into giving a physical copy, because you it's not just something that you stumble on online or things. It's just something sitting in your house and giving that opportunity that you, you read. It. And that's what this guy did. He ordered it because he was interesting during the Day of Atonement. He read it during his fast. And at the end of it, he came to one of our missionaries, Yoel, and he met with him and he said, I believe in Jesus. Mm. Um, and so that's, wow. no, that's what we're all about. And why couple a New Testament with the Psalms? 
during this time, um, psalm reading is very common, and it's a very common Jewish practice in times of trouble and in times of difficulty and in general times. So one of the things that we do is um, by coupling the psalms with the New Testament, we give them something that they're familiar with, that they want to have, along with something that they do not yet know. And we really want to communicate to them that this is one and whole thing. And so that's how we can provide that. And we send that. And and, uh, during such a difficult time, we felt it's so right to also provide an opportunity for people to have a place to read the Psalms, uh, because that's what I've been doing every morning since this happened. Um, I've actually found difficulty reading anything else in the Bible, uh, but the Psalms. The Psalms just feel like the, the prayers that I cannot think of. And so, Uh, That's what I've been praying, and it's a very Jewish uh, practice, um, and I recommend it also for Christians, especially when you don't know what to pray. Turn to Psalms. Ellie is so very right. We all need to turn to the Psalms in this trying time. Eli Birnbaum, the Israeli country director for Jews for Jesus. And after our first song, I want you to hear another moment from our Holy Land briefing yesterday with the president of Jews for Jesus, David Brickner. He's going to talk about the hospital in Gaza being hit by a missile and share his heart about that. It's a fascinating perspective that we all need to hear. After the program, I want to invite you to come to haventoday.org and watch the entire Holy Land briefing. We have both the video version as well as the audio there for you to hear. And after you watch or listen, I want to encourage you to pray about how much you can give to help displaced people in Israel right now. You just heard that Jews for Jesus is on the ground, handing out copies of the New Testament with the Psalms, but they're also distributing clothing, blankets, even food, to those displaced by the Hamas attack two Saturdays ago. Won't you partner with us to send help and hope to Israel, but do it in the name of Jesus? Call us after the program and make your gift. Every dollar you send for Israel goes to Israel. We don't take a handling fee. Let us know how much you want to send to Israel and how much you want for Haven. And let me remind you, we need your help right now, too. We'll keep it separate. Call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or visit our website and give at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Pray for peace and give to make a kingdom difference. Haven Today opens now with the Newsboys. Strong and mighty Strong to save us Like a fortress Never failing Strong in battle Strong in kindness When we stray, Lord We are strong to find us When the winds come hard against us You are steadfast, you are true 
It was a song they recorded in 2004, Strong Tower, by the Newsboys, opening this haven today, and a program called Israel, Help and Hope. I'm Charles Morris. In a moment, we're going to take a look at Psalm 61 together. But first, I want you to hear another excerpt from our Holy Land briefing that we held yesterday. I asked the president of Jews for Jesus, David Brickner, to share his thoughts, his concerns, regarding the hospital attack in Gaza that had been struck by a rocket just a couple of nights ago. Well, I would say that um, there's no question that this is a tragedy beyond measure, and our hearts grieve for all those who are wounded uh, and who have lost loved ones, uh, and for the loss of this facility, which is caring for people. But at the same time, we know that there is a, a no equivalency between uh, Israel that is trying to defend itself in the midst of a war that is really more uh, 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 the uh, opposition is terrorists who hide behind hospitals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. civilians. Mm-hmm. And are really the blood is is on the hands of those who have done this. But I would f- say further, I've seen most compelling evidence from the IDF that this was not a missile that was sent from uh, uh, Israel into Gaza, but rather a an errant missile, a rocket that was intended to go from I think Islamic Jihad into. Yes. And so I think that whether or not people believe. That I know your narrative is what guides your convictions, and so there are countless millions of people that are going to believe that Israel intended to target this hospital. I think that the evidence points to a different thing, and I know Israel seeks in every instance to follow the Geneva conventions and the guidelines for modern warfare. They do not target hospitals. They do not target innocents. Uh, there are in the fog of war, oftentimes tragedies that do occur. And I know that when that has happened in the past and Israel has made an error, they have acknowledged it. And so mm-hmm. my, my, my conviction is that this is exactly as they've reported it. It was an errant missile sent from terrorists. They blew up their own uh, people. Uh, and it's just more indication of the sadness of this tragedy that has befallen the Palestinian people. You know, I prayed from Psalm 122, verse 6, that uh, uh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Most people don't pay attention to the second part of the verse. May they be secure who love you. So there's a security that we're praying for, for all who love the Lord. And my confidence is that there were some people in that hospital last night who loved the Lord. So we have to recognize that there's no good outcome in any sense, regardless of who is to blame. But we must pray for peace, and we must pray especially for the household of faith. That's David Brickner, the president of Jews for Jesus. And you're listening to Haven Today. And I really appreciate his heart. Regardless of who's to blame for the hospital being hit by a rocket, we need to be praying for peace, and that both Jews and Muslims will repent of their sins and find their faith in Jesus Christ. But I need to admit something. It is difficult to find hope right now, isn't it? 
the news is overwhelming. Just tuning into the accounts has brought me to tears more than once this week alone. The pain feels suffocating, and I cannot imagine what it must be like for those who are closer to the conflict, the fear and the uncertainty. The thought that death could come to their door at any unexpected minute, they need what we all need, comfort and hope. And we can truly find it in one place, in the Lord. Psalm 61 can speak to us even today. It is a short psalm, but it is a psalm full of hope and confidence in the Lord. Let me share it with you. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. Then I will ever sing in praise of your name and fulfill my vows day after day. Now, Psalm 61 starts the way many psalms do. O Lord, hear my prayer. It is a cry for the Lord's ear, but it is much more than that. The Lord hears and sees all. He knows everything. He's everywhere at once, of course. He hears our prayers by default. But that's not what this means entirely. When someone in the ancient world asked a more powerful person to hear them, They were asking that powerful person to intervene on their behalf. So those who had suffered injustice would go before the judges and plead with them to listen, not just to hear them out, but to intervene and make things right. Jesus tells the story of a woman who day in and day out stood before a governor and pled with him to hear her, to give her justice. That's what the psalmist was doing when he says, O Lord, hear my prayer. He's saying, O Lord, intervene, make things right. It is not a call for the Lord to step in and harm anybody. It is a cry for the Lord to step in and bring peace. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. As we watch the news or as we suffer in our own lives, we can feel like we're drowning, like the waters are reaching over our necks. But the Lord can lead us to a solid place a rock that is higher, stable ground where we can rest, even grieve in his presence. Isn't that what we need right now? Isn't that what Israel, what Gazans need right now? A peace, a peace and a place to grieve, comfort in the midst of tragedy. The Lord hears, and he has shown time and time again that we can depend on him. In verse 3, the psalmist says, Lord, you have been my refuge. You have been my strong tower, a safe place, a place to escape from the chaos of the world, a place to leave our own sin and guilt behind. The Lord is a strong tower and our place of peace. He was this for his people throughout the generations, and he is that for us even now. Jesus Christ has secured our peace. The Apostle Paul makes that totally clear. We have peace with God through the grace of Christ. 
The redemption we have in his name brings us into that strong tower, that refuge. He is the rock that is much higher than we are. And as we come to him by faith, our feet are firmly planted on the solid rock. Christ is the hope that we have, not just for the forgiveness of our sin, but he's the hope we have for peace, true, lasting peace in this world and in the world to come. That's what we pray. We pray that Christ the King would be established in the hearts of many throughout Israel and Gaza and the rest of the Middle East, that they would turn to Christ and find rest for their souls, that the Lord would intervene to bring needed peace, just like the psalmist. We pray that Christ would be enthroned in our hearts now and forevermore. He is a gracious King. He's a strong King, and He is our refuge In him alone, we can find hope in our despair and help for our weaknesses. We pray that all those suffering right now, whether where we live or especially in the Middle East, would find their comfort in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our hope in Jesus is in nothing less. Would you join me in prayer right now? Lord, death, destruction, both sides of the border in Gaza and in Israel right now. Where is our hope? Where can we turn? Where can people in the Middle East turn right now, especially those who do not know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord? Well, we know the answer to that. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but we pray for peace all across the Middle East. We pray for people of all nations to make their way to the cross and find salvation and true freedom, and true peace in Christ alone. We pray this now, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Amen. Where can I run in times of trouble? Where can I turn when hope seems lost? I find my strength within your shelter. You will not fail though the night is long. He is like a God, mighty in the battle, majesty be lifted high. He is like a God, who reaches for.
Laura's story, Who is Like Our God? On this haven today, Israel, help and hope. The Holy Land is at war. The greatest war in the last generation in Israel. I can't say it too many times. We need to pray. And then after you pray, would you join us in sending help and hope through Jews for Jesus? We saw it with Muslims when ISIS was bearing down in the Middle East a number of years ago. I'm praying that the Lord now will bring Jews and Muslims to faith in Christ when all seems hopeless. No light on the horizon other than the light of Christ. Jews for Jesus is seeing a large number of people asking for free copies of the New Testament and something most Jews are familiar with, the Psalms, pointing to Jesus. They're also passing out blankets, clothes, even food to those displaced. Haven listeners have been sending thousands and hundreds of dollars to make a kingdom difference. Every dollar you send to Israel goes to Israel. Tell us when you call how much for help and hope for Israel, how much for Haven, and we'll honor your request. We need your help as well. No handling fees for Haven. Give now for the gospel to go forth in the Holy Land. Just go to our website at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And don't forget, if you want to watch or listen to the Holy Land briefing that we did with Jews for Jesus yesterday, you can watch or listen on our website or there at the Great Stories Podcast. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Moments of suffering can be quite hard. It often makes us feel all alone and hopeless. No doubt this is what many feel as Israel and Hamas engage in battle, as innocent families seek solace from bullets and missiles flying over bomb shelters, there is hope. They are not alone. We are not alone when we suffer. Christ suffered first. He suffered his whole life, but he did so in order to save us from our sins. He suffered so that we could taste glory. Paul writes in Romans 8, our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Let us pray for those who are suffering, that they may know their suffering is not worth comparing to the glory found in Jesus Christ. Get daily encouragement with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.